Please pray with me three times. Come, Lord Jesus. Come, Lord Jesus. Come, Lord Jesus. Come, Lord Jesus. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the gift of your Son and for the gift of religious life, for religious sisters who open their hearts to you to change the world, to live the gospel, to be Christ to us, to be his presence for all those who struggle. In a special way, we thank you for Sister Dolores this day. We ask for an outpouring of the Holy Spirit upon her and give her the grace to absorb all the many gifts you have given her. And we thank you for giving her to us. We ask that your Holy Spirit inspire each of us to exemplify the gospel through her witness. For we make all these prayers through Christ our Lord. Amen. For those of you who do not know me, my name is Father Zach Weber. I'm the associate pastor here, and I've gotten to know Sister Dolores over the past year and a couple months. And I met with Sister Dolores yesterday just to say, tell me about your life. And I wish to just go through a brief brief, uh, synopsis of her life so we can understand where she came from and how she got to where she is. And then she told me she'd like to share a little wisdom that she's learned in 70 years of religious life. And I asked her, what is the first thing that you'd like to tell us? And she said, well, I received 204 responses to come to this event, which was really, really, really overwhelming. But only after 70 years of religious life and 86 years of life, I'm only one inch shorter. <laughs> so there, there's her sense of humor, which is a beautiful sense of humor. So Sister Dolores of the Hospitallers of St. Joseph grew up on a dairy farm in Wisconsin, and that's where she attributes her work ethic to from doing her farm chores. And she grew up with seven siblings, two brothers, and uh, five sisters in the family. And she did not go to uh, Catholic school growing up, but her vocation began to settle in her heart when she was in the seventh and eighth grade. And it became very apparent that the Lord was calling her to be a consecrated sister after going to prom in high school and feeling an emptiness that the Lord had a deeper desire to do something supernatural in her, to be his bride. And Sister Dolores attributes her vocation primarily to her parents, who authentically lived the Christian life. And Sister Dolores grew up knowing that the most important thing she would do each week was going to Holy Mass to receive the body and blood of Jesus and to be fed by his word. And her, per- her parents always encouraged her to follow Jesus and showed her how to follow Jesus, even if it meant just simply by being told what to do. And her parents were very strict, yet kind. And in the Demling family, everyone had to participate in the faith. And in high school, Sister Dolores spoke to her parish priest about religious life. And he, he said, kind of playing the devil's advocate, is this really what you want to do? And Sister Dolores said, yes. And while speaking with Sister Dolores, she spoke of having a deep desire to serve Jesus at the age of 16 when she went off to the convent on the Feast of the Assumption of the Blessed Mother. But it doesn't mean it's always easy. Even her own mother was not too enthused at first. And her mother said, you want to be a sister? Why not be the mother of 12 and not be a religious sister? However, she began her novitiate and was soon working at the pediatrics 
unit at St. Bernard's Hospital in Illinois, and she did that for 17 years. And after serving there, her mother was incorrect. She was not the mother of 12, but she was the spiritual mother of hundreds and hundreds of children. And at St. Bernard's, she also taught many nurses. And then in the 1980s, she was actually transferred to this little town called Antigo in Wisconsin. It was a very short stay, but she had a sense that she might come back here. She was quickly sent off to Ontario, Canada for a year, and she found it incredibly difficult there. Not because of the people, but because of the language barrier, because everybody spoke French. And she talked about how incredibly difficult those years of life were, but knowing that in our struggles, the Lord never abandons us. She then taught for 10 years at St. Catherine's, and after that she took her first sabbatical, and I would say a well-deserved sabbatical, where she spent time in Rome and in the Holy Land, and after that sabbatical, she spent 10 years as the vocation directors uh, for the hospitalers of St. Joseph. And she just talked about that, that beautiful journey of walking with someone who truly wants to know the Lord's will and to walk with them so they can encounter the heart of Jesus, but also having the, the grace to even say no to people if it's not God's will. And then she went to Boston College for, I believe, her third or fourth master's degree, and this time was in counseling and theology, and she just spoke about a beautiful time of spiritual growth and, and peace by spending time with the Jesuits at Boston College. And after she spent time at Boston College, she came back to this place, Anago, and she helped develop the hospice program that we have today. And the first thing Sister Dolores said about Anago is, I love Antigo. I love the people here. And she wanted to say a special word of thanksgiving to Dave Schneider for being a great administrator to her and helping her transition into the area where she has served for over 26 years and is now in retirement. And in this time of serving as people, she always spoke about the Blessed Mother being so close to her, more close to than the person sitting next to you right now. And especially in times of doubt, she spoke about how it hauled up all the people here, who are probably not everyone's here, but how many people supported her on this beautiful journey of the ups and downs, and she wanted me to tell you, thank you for supporting her. Thank you for praying for her. And she said, the grace of God and all the suffering has, co- has helped her come closer to Jesus because he suffered for her. And in that suffering, she's encountered him in her own suffering with a deeper sense of his love. And when a religious sister takes those vows, which we'll renew here in just a second, it is an enhancing of our baptismal vows of in grow- in growing in the three theological virtues of faith, hope, and charity. And when someone becomes a religious brother or a religious sister, they actually say, I'm going to go deeper with those three theological virtues. And they have the three evangelical virtues of chastity, poverty, and obedience. And in that, she asked me to share some words of advice with you because when we look at bearing fruit, sometimes we just need some words of encouragement or words of advice because when you think of somebody who's gone through all of what I just said, You have to just want to sit at her feet and say, what can you teach me? And that's kind of what I asked her yesterday. And the one first thing Sister Dolores said as far as words of wisdom so we can bear fruit as we heard in our gospel reading today. She said, stay close to the sacrament of confession, not just when things are easy, but especially when they are difficult. Let yourself experience God's mercy today. 
And in that, after receiving the mercy of God, go out and forgive those who have hurt you. We say that all time in the Our Father. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. But are we experiencing the freedom that the Lord wants us to live? And in that, when we don't forgive people, it's almost like we're letting somebody live in our mind or in our heart rent-free. And then she's experienced the freedom of not holding on to that and also taking it a step deeper as she did with her baptismal vows going into her, her vows as a religious consecrated sister. She learned how to live that gospel. It is so tough to learn how to pray for your enemies and learning how to choose to be better and not to be bitter when some people get on our nerves and some people don't allow us to bear fruit. Another piece of advice is do not avoid suffering, which we see in our culture so much today. And she talked about that practice that we've always had as Catholics, we've abandoned a little bit of uniting our sufferings to the heart of our Lord Jesus, to turn to him on the cross, to turn to our blessed mother at the foot of the cross. And we all must come to know through Sister Dolores' words, she says, either the Lord is your all or he is nothing. And we can tell by her witness, the Lord is your all. And we thank you for your witness to us of being Christ in our culture, being Christ to us up here in Anago. And lastly, two last pieces of advice. Do not be assuming about others. Let the Lord be the knower of all. She said to me yesterday, I repeat often, you don't know that when with other people. Only the Lord knows. Only the Lord is the judge. And we must let him be that so we can be an instrument of God's peace, which Sister Dolores so perfectly resembled. And she said, I know I'm not perfect, but I strive for perfection. I try. And in that, I'd like to just quick briefly look at these two pieces of artwork below the cross, below the arms of Jesus, because that is what a religious sister is. She is the arms, the hands and feet of Jesus. I'd like to look at the incense for a second. And in incense, we use incense as a sign of our prayers rising to heaven. And a sign of that scent of heaven when we walk into a church. And that is very much what I think of when I think of Sister Dolores, of just bringing that light, bringing that, that new cloud into our lives. A breath of fresh air, but also the wheat, which is a representation of the Eucharist below the Lord's arms. And as we look at these two things, it shows that there has to be a death to self so the Lord can live through us. Because as we hear in our gospel reading today, there is no greater love than to lay down your life for your friends. And we can, we can do that every day and ask Sister Dolores to take these things that she gave us as words of advice to live and implement in our lives. And when we see this incense up here, we thank her so much for lifting our community up, lifting us up in prayer as the incense is a sign of our prayers rising to heaven. And we look at the wheat, which we hear in in the gospel that a grain of wheat, unless it falls to the ground and dies, it can have no life. But if it dies, it will bear much fruit. And how much fruit Sister Dolores has borne, we don't know. That's the Lord's job. But by all of you being here, it's a sign of God's presence being alive today when we live in a culture that seems to just look for death, look for darkness, but yet we have these lights in our culture. 
As we continue with this liturgy, as the gifts are brought forward, we're always called to, in this Mass, to bring all of our intentions, ourselves, and place them on the patent and in the chalice and offer ourselves with Jesus. And the reason why we do that is because we're called to live the gospel. And Jesus says, I have loved you. I no longer call you slaves, but I call you friends. And we are all friends here. We are all so thankful for you, Sister Dolores, of being an authentic witness to our community. And we thank you for saying yes to the love of Jesus and for being a complete gift to us. As we smile, you're going to see a lot of smiles today. As we smile with love upon you, I believe the Lord Jesus smiles with an even greater joy than any of us could ever imagine to say thank you for being my bride. Thank you for saying yes when it was difficult. Thank you for not abandoning me in those difficult times. Because the only thing that can overcome light, overcome darkness, is the light. And we thank you for being a light in our community as we go through our own personal darkness. And we thank you from the bottom of our hearts for your witness of Christ's love to each of us today. In a special way, we'll pray one Hail Mary, asking the Blessed Mother just to pour her son's love into you and into all of us, asking for a deeper desire to lay our lives down for others out of your witness and thanking you for walking with us, for showing us how to be Christ. As we all pray, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now at the hour of our death. 